This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. If you've got a thirst for knowledge that never quits, Brightside podcasts are just what you need. Whether you're into recent discoveries, space exploration, true stories, or useful tips for self-improvement, psychology, gadgets, or just your day-to-day routine, there's something for everyone. You know, if you're on an overnight flight, you might have been looking forward to a gorgeous, clear view of the stars. That's the whole reason you booked that window seat, right? But when night falls, you look out of your window and, hey, no stars! They're obviously still there, so what's going on here? Well, there are a few reasons, and I've got them. Number 1. The lighting in your cabin Obviously, the yellowish-whitish light in your cabin isn't natural light, and there are rows and rows of these lights from the front to the back of the plane. Plus, other passengers may be watching an in-flight movie. In other words, it's brighter inside the plane than it is outside. No matter how dim the lights might get as they're turned down around bedtime, there are enough of them to make it difficult to see the stars, which, keep in mind, are still quite a few miles away. Number 2. Light Pollution Similarly, when you're flying over a huge city like New York, London, or Tokyo, the stars still have to compete with all those artificial lights from the cities. This concept is called light pollution. It may seem crazy to think that man-made lights will block out the light of millions of stars, but the stars are much further away than those glowing city lights below. 3. Sky Glow A lot of light pollution, like the kind you get flying over a big city, can cause sky glow. Even if you aren't flying directly over it, you can still see a big city to the left or right of you from a plane. Of course, even a big city will seem small from a plane, but there can be a huge glowing atmosphere around and above the city from all the lights. That's what sky glow is, and it's bright enough to block out even the light of the stars. 4. The moon and its light Even if it's a clear night and you're above the clouds, The moon may be shining so brightly that its light will block out the stars. The moon still blocks the light of some stars when you're stargazing from Earth. Even if you can't see the stars from your plane, take the opportunity to enjoy a beautiful, unobstructed view of our moon. 5. Proximity to the stars It might feel like you're much closer to the stars while up in your airplane, but in terms of miles and light years, you aren't really that much closer. After our moon and the sun, the star that's next closest to the Earth is called Proxima Centauri, and it's 4.24 light-years away. One light-year is 6 trillion miles. When thinking in terms of numbers that big, if your plane is only somewhere around 35,000 feet off the ground, you're not that much closer to the stars than you are from Earth anymore. Mm, Disappointing, I know. Discover why critics are calling Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes the best film of the franchise. What a wonderful day! It's a jaw-dropping spectacle that demands to be seen on the biggest screen possible. I need to go. Hang on. It is our time. 
Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Now playing only in theaters. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. 6. Atmospheric Turbulence Simply put, atmospheric turbulence is irregular air currents that are mixed around by the wind. Besides making your flight bumpy, this turbulence also stirs the air, which can move gases, smoke, and vapors around the sky. This keeps these substances from settling in one air pocket and keeps the atmosphere healthy. But my point is that turbulence may bring in clouds, even on a clear night, which will block your view of the stars. Pay attention to see if it's windy. If so, this may cause turbulence and bring the clouds rolling in. Yeah, stick your head out of the airplane and see if it's windy. (laughs) Never mind. 7. Your retinas The retina is the part of your eye that processes light. If you have any pre-existing conditions, such as diabetes, or have had any head trauma, your retinas may not work properly and you may not be able to see the stars. Even healthy retinas need normal oxygen levels in the blood to work properly. Although the cabin will maintain pretty normal oxygen levels at high altitude, any of these pre-existing conditions or less-than-perfect retinas may affect your ability to see the stars from your plane. Number 8. We don't have night vision. Well, at least not right away. There are other parts of your eyes beside your retinas that help you see in the dark, and your brain has to do some work too. It takes us 10 to 20 minutes for our eyes to acclimate to the dark. So, if you're trying to see the stars from your plane and can't, don't give up too quickly. If you've eliminated the light sources inside the cabin, whether by using your blanket or getting the cabin lights turned off, keep stargazing for at least 20 minutes. You have to give your eyes time to adjust. 9. Your windows The windows of an airplane are oddly shaped and on the small side, only reaching from about shoulder to elbow. Not ideal for stargazing. The cramped nature of the seats makes it difficult to look out your window from multiple angles, too. You'd have to do a lot of neck twisting. Ow! Airplane windows also have three layers of protection against the outside, so you stay safe. Any one of these panes may be scratched up or cloudy due to age. The shape and condition of your window may affect the quality of your view of the skies. It might be hard to get these near-perfect conditions, so it has to be a clear night. The moon needs to be dim. Your cabin must be dark. You can't be flying over any big cities that may cause light pollution or sky glow, etc., etc. It could be difficult to get all of these elements to line up at the same time. Most of these conditions are out of your control, like all the natural elements outside. But if the right circumstances fall into place, your chance to stargaze above the clouds just may come along. So, what can you do to increase your chances of seeing the stars from your flight? It might be difficult to see the stars, but it isn't impossible. First, don't do this during the day. Um, just kidding. <laughs> okay, assuming that it's a clear night, one option is to cover your head and sides of your face with your travel blanket. The goal here is to block out all the unnatural light from inside the cabin. Then lean toward the window until you can see out, but the sides of the window are bordered by your blanket too. You might get some curious glances but you may be able to do a little stargazing from your plane. Next, don't try to do this from the middle or aisle seat. The folks won't take it too kindly if you flop over onto them to gaze out the window. 
You could also try asking the flight attendants if they could shut off the cabin lights for a minute or two. That would help make it almost as dark inside the cabin as it is outside. Without some elimination of the lighting inside the cabin, you won't be able to see the stars at all. But if you're flying over an area with no sky glow or light pollution and the lights are off in the cabin, you should be able to see some stars once your eyes adjust. Hey, it can't hurt to ask. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Some food for thought. In the early days of air travel, like in the 30s and 40s, pilots didn't have all the technology on the flight deck that we have today. So how did they successfully navigate? Well, they used the stars, or celestial navigation, similar to how sailors did. It's much easier to see the stars from the larger and cleaner window in the cockpit. In the old days, the North Star and the constellations were tools of the trade. Seeing the stars from your plane is not only possible, but it used to be absolutely necessary. What's that, you ask? Where are the best places to stargaze from an airplane? Well, obviously, the view from the bathroom isn't good, so like I said, try a window. Now, if you're doing some nighttime flying over Idaho, Utah, Colorado, or British Columbia, you just might be in for the sight of a lifetime. These parks of the U.S. are homes to many protected national parks and nature reserves, so there's no danger of light pollution or sky glow. Skies tend to be pretty clear and cloudless in these places, too. If you're flying over British Columbia during the wintertime, you might be lucky enough to catch a glimpse of the northern lights. Kind of depends on what side of the plane you're on. 